0: Thanks for joining me for another grassroots marketing on CannabisForeo.com. Joining me right now is the founder and CEO of a brand new beverage that's been recently launched. And upon the launch of this new beverage line, uh, my guest says that she started because I believe that beverages should not only make you feel good, but also be good for you. And she had her own personal journey with cannabis. And just know if I wanted to go and go along and have the story told. There's so much to be said, but let's just go and bring my guest on. She's the founder and CEO of Kelia sarah patel sarah thanks for being on thank you so much for having me so first off i'll go into a a local blog that talks about uh, where your neighborhood is there in massachusetts and you founded the company last year with the idea after you had you ceased using cannabis for a while because you were uh, for maternity reasons and you know you've, you've been using quite a bit regularly before that And then after you stopped breastfeeding, you got back on the cannabis again, and then you started feeling relief, anxiety that you might have had before. Talk to me real quickly about that connection right there, because that's a obviously been asked this story quite a few times. But if you can, give me that connection to where you feel like the personal experience of once you're able to go ahead and be able to do something to help with postpartum or any kind of a postpartum kind of feeling or anxiety of after, you know, having a child. Talk to me about that.
1: I mean, it's so common for so many women to go through either postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety. Um, It's actually something I think luckily is starting to get talked about more. Um, Whereas before, like when I was growing up, you didn't really hear anything about postpartum anxiety or depression. Uh, And it's so common. And I think that after I, I had started Using cannabis, it was. I was using it for the euphoric effect initially. I mean, I started when I was a teenager, when you know, in your parent, you know, parents' basement or a friend's parents' basement, and then using it like throughout my twenties and in my thirties. And it the anxiety didn't hit me right away when I first stopped, but it once I I realized, you know, once I stopped breastfeeding and I I took my first edible after, and it was just like it was changing for me. And I, I wanted it to be able to be the voice for other women.
0: Really. With all the work you decided to go into, and if I'm right, I mean, looking just back in your experience, this is one that was one of the first entrepreneurial ventures you decided to go with. And you just said all of a sudden, you went to your husband and said, you know what? Uh, we, I want to start a line of cannabis ventures." And he was like, no, you're not. And she said, you said, yes, I, yes, I am. So You got this started, and you you wanted to jump into the market. Which there's quite a few different publications to talk about. That yeah, the beverage market for cannabis is pretty crowded. But what you wanted to do was you wanted to offer wellness benefits alongside the signature ingredient, and you put together three flavors in particular: watermelon, coconut, featuring electrolytes, pineapple. I'll put you a flavor flavor with vitamins and zinc and a grapefruit ginger flavor with fiber and prebiotics. So obviously it's where almost like when you say energy drinks mean, you know, spring water with all these different elements and different electrolytes and different essentials for your body. So taking this route, what was it that you thought you could do to create a better product or a much more distinctive product that, you know, you could put on shelves and will go ahead and go off the shelves right away.
1: Well, I, I, when I was looking at the landscape of the cannabis beverage market in Massachusetts, and I, I guess like first, when you think of like the different markets throughout the U.S., Massachusetts happens to be one where the consumer really does like product, whereas like, for example, in California, the consumer really is more going for flour. Um, So Massachusetts being a product-based market um, and then looking at the different beverages that were being offered specifically in Massachusetts, I noticed that there were a lot of um, carbonated beverages and a lot of beverages that were more like for a social gathering. And while I wanted to be able to also... Um, add to that, I noticed, and there still are so many holes within the market where I felt like we could really put something in that would be different and beneficial. And I wanted to make something that I would drink, that I would feel good about drinking, and that people can can drink it with other benefits. There are so I I love I love cannabis and I love the plant. And I think that it's a, an incredible, um, like the different minor cannabinoids. That's something else I really wanted to incorporate are these minor cannabinoids. And it's um, I just wanted to be able to bring something that was very different and would be able to really educate my consumers on health and wellness and the different things that the cannabis plant can bring to you,
0: bring into your life. In those three <clears throat> cans, you wanted to make something which you title as one, the grapefruit ginger is set meant for metabolism, pineapple jalapeno is meant for immunity, and watermelon coconut for hydration. And the bottle, you know, it, you give a little bit of a minimalist type of feel to it, but definitely it's sleek. It's a beautiful look and nice. The, the color, all of it together looks very appealing from a marketing perspective. What about the flavor palette? Because that was the other thing I noticed. And always with some companies, they always worry about, well, if they're going to go ahead and distill and they're going to go ahead and put together Mm. putting cannabis into a beverage that the aftertaste is what everybody's all concerned about. You definitely went with a flavor palette that was very, uh, that really is a tropical, but also very wild in the flavor. So that it's really going to have something that that the flavor is going to definitely overpower any feel of a cannabis aftertaste.
1: And so uh, I think that the technology has come a really long way when it comes to the emulsions that you put in. Right. So we made sure to partner with people who understood that, we also went to our product developer and and they were incredible. The aftertaste is something that was very important to us. That people don't drink it and get that like a lingering flavor of anything, you know, um, whether it be our flavors or the cannabis. Um, and it, it it definitely took we took product development very seriously. The flavor ideas came to me actually, like. I kept on coming home to my husband and saying, like, this is what I want to be doing. And he initially was like, what are you talking about? And I think it was the second day I came home and I was like, watermelon coconut is my first flavor. I, can t- I could literally taste it in my mouth. I'm like, that is the flavor. That's one of our flavors. And in order, you know, I came up with these flavors. We literally went to the store and we got watermelon juice and coconut water and Together, and we took pineapple juice, and then like put like put cut up jalapenos and put it in, and put everything in the fridge and let it all marinate. And we went out, and I'm like, these all right? Like, I was confirmed that these are the flavors, and then it also gave me a great idea of how to steer product development, right? Because you can take so many different types of flavors, like from jalapeno, for example. Some people want the flavor. Some people just want the spice. So we needed a way of balancing the best. What what would be the best in, in taste? It's all natural, <laughs> but
0: right. that it tastes. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fascinated. You just had to go with the virgin drinks first to get the flavors to go ahead and combine together. I used to think about the fact that I used to, when I was a kid, I used to take Hawaiian Punch and orange juice and put them together and I thought it was a great taste. Same thing, it was like, yes, the, there you go. Because honestly, I wouldn't have thought about those flavors. Watermelon with coconut or grapefruit with ginger and put that together. But that's, that's a, (laughs) I think it's great that you wouldn't put that. They took this, that approach is great. You didn't go through any kind of, you know, survey testing or something like that. And just, it's like between you and your husband, it's like, all right, let's see if these flavors work together and melt. Now, the other thing I'm going to ask about is you decided to use some minor phytocannabinoids, you know, as opposed to just being a, a straight THC beverage, you decided we're going to incorporate CVG, which is the research for potentials for combating cancer-causing cells and reducing inflammation, fighting bacteria, et cetera. And THCV, which it would be able to help stimulate and suppress appetite. So what is it about those two areas you wanted to go with that you decided to incorporate? Then, uh, aside from the normal THC, that you might see in other beverages.
1: That's a great question. So I, with me, I did my research and I sat down and I really started to, you know,
2: our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash Wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash Wondersuite.
1: Everyone knows about THC. Everyone knows about CBD. Um, and I wanted to be able to bring other things to the table that A, I wasn't seeing in other beverages specifically. But also, there are different minor cannabinoids that do different things mm-hmm. and different benefits of their own. And CBG, I thought that was so interesting that it brought you know, fighting cancer, as you mentioned, fighting bacteria, fighting cancer causing cells, fighting inflammation. Um, that's incredible, and that's where I got the idea of immunity. And that's I was like, that would be great of being able to be able to incorporate this and show people like. This is what CBG does. It's it's good for. It's studied and thought to be. I'm not making any scientific claims or anything. I'm not, and I'm not a doctor, but it has been thought to do this. Similarly to THCV, being an app, being studied to be an appetite suppressant and perhaps a um, appetite appetite stimulant and appetite suppressant and a stimulant. Um, that's just not what people. Will think of when they think of anything in cannabis. In fact, you think the exact opposite. You think it might make me tired and it will make me hungry. (laughs) And I just thought that's the coolest thing to be able to put in in any product and show the versatility of the plant. And um, so that's really why I started with those two and hoping to be able to incorporate other um, minor cannabinoids
0: in the future and in future products now one of the things we're following along you know i have a program that i do outside of cannabis radio my own podcasters and without going the names one of the things i talk about was how generation z they're not necessarily consuming alcohol as once noticed you know from their older peers but the other thing too is that the same thing can be applied here with moms like yourself because there's the idea of you know, everybody has all, all the housewives kind of deal with, like you say, all the reality shows. But the other thing, too, is that if a bunch of ladies or, you know, mothers want to go and get together and, you know, imbibe, the ideas, the same thing. Maybe they don't necessarily want to go ahead and have any alcohol in their system. They would rather have a mocktail that's infused with cannabis, because at least uh, one of the stories from uh, Boston Magazine talks about, you know, cannabis parenting. And they talked to a lady that was also a, uh, try these seltzers out and tried a product that said, well, you get a little bit of a buzz at a high, but you're not dancing on tables like you might with alcohol. It's a calm feeling. So is this something where you feel like there might be a target to where moms or you know mothers or just, you know, women that are, you know, either housewives or just domesticated, if you will, if it was just like the family lifestyle. And, you know, you want to sit outside in you know, the yard, watch the kids playing and you want to just sit by to have a a cocktail or mocktail and have it be cannabis infused. Talk about where that feeling is something that you think can that be marketed to a particular demographic of mothers or to just, you know, young middle-aged women and might just feel like, well, this is where I want to go with instead. The alcohol doesn't do it for me. Let's try this. Well, I think,
1: yeah, that's a great point. And I think that like for me, I enjoy working out. So for me, it's something like I don't have to feel that hangover. I don't know if anyone's ever done a gym class hungover. It, I have. I don't recommend it. <laughs> okay. And so it's something that you can sip on. And I think that it's important, like even for the kind curious. if I give you a gummy that's five milligrams, you are committed to five milligrams of THC, which can be for some people that's like such a low dose. And then in Massachusetts, that's the highest you can go is five milligrams um, in, in any product. But when it comes to, you know, a beverage, I can give you my five milligram beverage and you can sip on it as slowly as you want and get used to the feeling that it's going to give you. And then you're, you don't feel, it's not as intimidating. And it's also something it will take you not a second to put in your mouth and digest. It's something that you can do socially, like what you were saying, watching your kids in the backyard while they're playing instead of your glass of wine. You can have a a, a can of beverage. You can have a can of Kelia. And it's something that, um, you know, it's really interesting because you mentioned the reality shows. And in the reality shows, I am, am, that's my um, dirty little secret is that I love all of the the
0: housewives. Right, right.
1: All of reality. And it's in the beginning, it was, you know, Drinking, 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 drinking. All of them were drinking. And I'm starting to see a shift in all of the housewives, across all of the franchises. There's at least one person who's done with alcohol. Yeah. And then they go to cannabis. And this more acceptance. And I was noticing online, you know, there's this one mom who goes on. She's in the Real Housewives of New Jersey. She says every night she smokes a little bit of a joint. Every night when, when her kids go to bed, that's what she does for herself. And there in the support that she was getting from other people, I, I really was like, this is this is going to be something very special. And it's going to be something that women, you know, when I was growing up, I there were so many, I was part of a stereotype, right? I didn't necessarily look like a stoner, but I was a stoner. There were a lot of women and other girls at that point smoking with me. It was me in a room with a bunch of guys and we were all just smoking and talking and laughing and listening to music and having fun. And But there are stereotypes that come along with that. And I really want to break through those stereotypes and show you it's not something that you do when you're just like passed out on a couch or something you can really be able to take this and feel really good on it and you know if you're comfortable having a glass of wine and putting your kids to bed yeah this low beverage strength it's nothing different if anything you're still gonna feel in control you might feel more patient probably will feel more patient I know it makes me a better mother, a better wife. Right. You're, that's like one of my big things. You're not a bad mom and you're not a bad wife and you're not a bad daughter or sister or friend or employee or employer because you use cannabis. You can be all of those things and it might even make you better.
0: You know, when you were going through the whole stigma idea, I <laughs> made me think of the, you ever, I'm sure you might have seen the movie 9 to 5. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and the moment they're in the in the house together and Lily Thomas' character, Violet, is passing all the joint and they're getting the thoughts, oh, we're going to take care of the boss and all this, right? I'm thinking of that stigma. It's like, it doesn't have to be that thought, <laughs> It doesn't have to be that visual. And one of the things uh, that's interesting is from uh, Boston Magazine, uh, there was uh, somebody they talked to, Dr. Peter Grinsman, who we've had on our network. we passed it quickly talked to him. And he makes the point and, and really puts out a, a great point about the fact that it's, it's all about health. The idea is that you know, is certainly less addictive and less damaging. He's not surprised that more women are switching from wine to cannabis. And that is also another option to help them relax. In a perfect world, we he said, we would all eat tofu, do yoga, meditate, be ver- perfectly harmonious. But in reality, most people need something stronger. And he sees where they're finding relief from cannabis. And that's wonderful. For all various things, that's a great market to go ahead and go after. And to just know that, through your own personal account that you're able to go and put this to market. And I mean, it's it's market is this being packaged. It just looks like something where I could absolutely see this, you know, even like the the if you're doing billboards or anything like that, you could. And you see women just hanging around like housewives. Right. It just and you feel like, OK. These beverages are what's being passed along. That's a great move. I mean, it's a market that needs to be tapped into. I mean, so many women could go ahead and get to this part. And if they see the health benefits, which, you know, from every can that you put out there, various different flavors with various different final cannabinoids with various different effects, along with this is a great move. And I hope that's something that, is something that you'll be able to get, and get out to more markets. So talk to me so far. This launch has already happened. Where can people actually physically get their hands on sampling it right now at this moment? And when can people get... Will, will there be chances for others to get a chance to try out killer for themselves?
1: So right now we're still in this like because it was just launched all of the dispensaries want to taste it make sure that they're not putting like Right. Something gross on the shelf which <laughs> you know, right. Yeah. Of course. Uh, I love the flavors. We made it so that way it tasted really good. I had like the thought of like buy drink in my mind you know BAI. At like low calorie, non-carbonated right, right. average was really what I was going for. Um, so right now they're sampling. I think that right now Native Sun just ordered their first order. So that's like our Water. first order. Thank you. Yeah, super excited. But we're right now, like our sales and I are getting out there to other dispensaries. They're putting in their order for samples. So hopefully I have a lot of confidence that once they try it, um. They'll also be hooked on Kelia and they'll want to put it on their shelves and put it in their stores. So, you know, slowly in Massachusetts, the dispensary that anyone is listening from Massachusetts, which I'm sure there are people, go to your local dispensary and ask them for some Kelia. I'm, I'm sure that they've we've already, you know, at least they've already sampled. Um, but we're also, you know, when it comes to expanding into other markets, like, Arizona, you know, there's a lot of buzz about Minnesota right now, anything, New York, anything else. Um, Federal restrictions um, don't allow us to go across state lines, even from legal state to legal state. So you have to find a manufacturer in that place to get cannabis out. I'm sure people have talked a lot about, you know, hemp, um, we are looking into that and, and getting into that, but that's sort of like a phase two or three where we really are trying to focus in on Massachusetts, making sure that it's successful, the launch is successful, um, and making sure that we're on to something. I think we're on to something, but I want to make sure that consumers agree that we're that they like what what we're putting out.
0: I'm glad the response is there. So let's give people here in the grassroots marketing audience to go ahead and take notice. The website is killiadrink.com, K E L I A Drink.com. One more time, K E L I A Drink.com. And if you go to the website, you'll see a spot where it says Discover Killia. You can go ahead and add, name, the specific email, get on the list so you can go ahead and put the supply of Killia on your shelves. Please reach out to Sarah and her team to make sure that happens. So, again, I'm here with the founder and CEO of Kelia. Really, Sarah Patel, thank you again for telling us about your story. And, you know, congratulations on the launch. And let's hope for the best for the product.
1: Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me.
2: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone.